0: Hello and welcome behind the bar of A Pint of Cthulhu, I'm Flower and again I'm interviewing one of the members of A Pint of Cthulhu.
1: Well today we have, well, introduce yourself. Hello, good evening, I am Captain Hero Man and I've been in A Pint of Cthulhu since the start. Hmm. Since we're actually doing A Pint of Cthulhu. Yeah, that's where I find you guys.
0: Um, it was a vague idea
1: where you're from well I'm up here in Scotland I'm in a small village west coast actually quite near the beach oh nice
0: is it a sand beach lovely
1: looking sandy beach but you wouldn't want to go in the water that's for damn sure no one does these days yeah we only get (laughs) what two days of sunshine a year it's not as if it's a well used beach Sounds about
0: anything in the UK really, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, that's about right aye.
0: Yeah. So, what games or system have you tried in the past?
1: Are you talking about the tabletop games or just in general? Um, Anything really. Well, I mean, I started on video games way back in the day. My household was a wee Super Nintendo household. Um, nice. Yeah, brilliant games there. You know your standard, your Disney ones. You had your Aladdin and Lion King, all the Mario ones. We better Metroid, Mm. Castlevania, good stuff. Um, Moved up onto the PlayStation after that, and instead of going for PlayStation Two or keeping on with the Nintendo, we were one of the ones that converted to Xbox once that came out. Mm. Um, Anyway, throughout all that sort of all that history, I've tried that fair tonne of games and I settled into sort of my favourites being your big RPG games. And that's what got me interested in the tabletop. I, rem- oh, nice. I remember during Covid I had a wee bit of time off work so I tried to get like a group together to actually start playing them because I hadn't actually played a tabletop yet. I played some pretty decent facsimiles of the tabletops uh, myself as a video game. For example your Fallout 2, that's a it's a pretty hard one to get into, if you've ever tried that. Um hmm, but, yeah. I've not tried that one myself. Yeah, but trying to get it all organised online and stuff like that I found out a little bit harder to do, so I actually just started streaming games on Twitch so I could... Uh, well, the original, the original idea was so that I could socialise with my family a wee bit more. I know my brother lived in a different city, so I figured I'd stream on Twitch and I know that he likes He's a Nintendo guy, he likes to play his games, he likes to watch some Twitch stuff now and again, so I figured I could use that to socialise with him a wee bit more. I ended up meeting Matt, uh, Mr. Pint of Cthulhu himself. And yeah, started, uh, and we managed to get, eventually, get a wee tabletop game going, with Pint of Cthulhu.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. Ah, Well, what made you want to try the games that you've played?
1: I just like games. That's about as much as that. <laughs> I like games and they looked good. And that's yeah. saying something considering that I've tried a lot of, I've tried a lot of shit games and like the PlayStation 1, all that sort of stuff. We were still um around we were playing that around where Blockbuster was still a thing. Oh So you go, you rent a game over the weekend, you take it back, and you do the same thing again the next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, good idea what your tastes are when you're just trying whatever the hell is there.
0: Yeah, a couple of quids and you just have to take it
1: back after a few days. Aye, that was until we learned how to copy discs. The day day we got a family (laughs) PC with a with a disc writer on it. (laughs) Yeah, we did a a lot of trips to Blockbuster then. I remember them days. Yeah, I'm
0: in them days. <laughs> um,
1: why did you pick this group particular? I didn't. The group picked me. Ah. Um, I like I said, I was streaming. Um, I don't really do it that much. I'm not like a regular or a pro streamer or anything like that. I just do it every now and again. It's, um, you know, a little bit more sociable than sitting in your room in the darkness playing games yourself. Yeah. And I think it was a Mass Effect game that I started talking to Matt on. And we were just chatting away, shooting the shit, that sort of thing. And Tukin got involved, and that was about it. Yeah, so I started talking to them. Matt had this idea of playing some tabletop games together and asked me if I'd be up for it.
0: Nice. Like
1: I said, i tried a while back to actually get a wee tabletop game on the go, and um, I know my missus actually had a B&D game at the time, and I was thinking to myself, I could get about that, that sounds really quite fun. Yeah. So when Matt suggested that, I thought, fuck it, do it. Sounds good.
0: What's the worst that can happen to it? Well, you never know. Well, I've listened to everything you guys have basically made, so I've seen a couple, of, seen a couple of bits. <laughs> hey, they're
1: not exactly a highbrow lot, are they? Uh, <laughs> I'll answer that once I've
0: done all the other interviews. <laughs> um, have you played much of these games outside of um, the Pike
1: Thielo group? I haven't. Um, the Cthulhu group's been basically my only exposure to actually playing the games. Um, other than the, like I said, your virtual types of the games. Mm. And there's some really good versions of them out there. Really good RPGs that are that have got the the elements of the tabletop down pretty well. But of course, it, of course, they are complicated. Nothing's quite beat it yet. It's not as if you have a proper even with the Baldur's Gate 3 coming out and that absolutely killing it in the marketplace anyway and I think that's probably the closest thing you've got to a proper tabletop game as a video game.
0: Yeah, but it's not the same as sitting at a table, or sitting in the like, virtual table. Yeah, well we're
1: using Roll20, to be virtual table there, and yeah. it's a handy little tool, it's pretty decent. Does the job anyway. You get your dice rolls. You can show each other maps.
0: It's not the same. It's not the same with playing with other people, is
1: it? No. It's not, indeed. No. I think I might actually give a wee go to the storytelling myself one of these days. I'd like to see. I'd like to see that, and I won't be surprised many
0: other people as well. All right. Uh, leads me on to what do you want to try next?
1: What do I want to try next? oh mate I don't know it's almost as if we might have one planned where I'm going to try next Hmm? <laughs> yeah well by the what time you, you get it's this that <laughs> Yeah well by the time you get this out we've well, already started our Fallout playthrough <gasps> dun Dun dun
0: Oh yeah. It's not been revealed, it's revealed now. Big big surprise, he's been
1: revealed here. Yes, um, I'm going to give Fallout a go. Like I said earlier, I started playing Fallout back when it was like isometric, top down. Um, So I'm quite familiar with the universe, I I, I quite like the Fallout aesthetic. Um, I haven't played 76, but I've liked all the other ones that I've played so far, that's for sure. Yeah. I think I've played
0: 76, but I got bored of it after about 20 minutes. Yeah,
1: I did not have the time for a MMO experience, that's for damn sure. No, <laughs> there's
0: better things to play. <laughs> I think you can give that one a pass. Right. Where do you see this podcast going, um, or would you like to see it go
1: in a particular way? Just wherever it wants me. More of the opinion that uh, throw it out there, see where the wind takes it. I'm
0: sure. I'm sure it'll go further than any of you guys if, would think
1: it would go. Oh, well, I think Matt's already quite impressed by the way it's going at the moment. So, hey, I'm happy if he's happy. you have all got to be happy, aren't you? Oh, aye. I we're quite enjoying ourselves.
0: Uh, it's evidently from what we see and what we hear. This, may, this kind of next question might be a bit redundant, but we'll give this a go. If you were to run a game, one-shot, or campaign, what system would
1: you want to do? Well, actually, I did a wee one-shot myself not that long ago. I say not that long ago, it was maybe about a year ago. It was a uh, while we were still doing the Call of Cthulhu series, and it was a Cthulhu story. Well, a Call of Cthulhu story anyway. The story itself was uh, a haunted Egyptian dig. Very appropriate sort of a Halloween story, it was, uh, it was quite a good one. I took a few people through that, I think i done pretty well. And uh, yeah. That was my first experience at GMing, but I've never actually done a full thing myself, so. My debut starts when, whenever this third season starts.
0: Gets your toes wet, doesn't it? What's that, sir? Gets your toes wet. Oh, aye, aye, aye.
1: Let my toes in before I jump in. Yeah.
0: Don't end up jumping, in basically jumping in with nothing to fall onto.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I'm sort of. I'm just going for it. Hopefully I've seen enough of what other people have done and got enough of the rules down that I'll be able to,
0: I'll be able to wing it. If Matt can do it, you can.
1: <laughs> Aye, if Matt can do it, anyone can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, alright, next one. Who would you like to have as a guest, either to GM or as a player?
1: Yourself, ah, yourself, good sir. Aww. Let's get you in about it.
0: Oh, shush, you make me blush.
1: <laughs> if not you, some silky, smooth-voiced celebrity. Not me, then. <laughs> a proper storyteller. Someone like uh Anthony Hopkins or a Tywin Lannister type. What was his name again? I can't remember. Name the guy that played Tywin Lannister. The actor. Imagine him GMing a game for you. That'd be excellent.
0: Oh, um, piece of dinkage. No,
1: Dink- oh, that's, uh, that was Tyrion. Although... Ah, right. He seems like a pretty decent storyteller himself. <laughs> so, i know
0: never really, um, watched game for
1: yeah uh, Um, Maybe you could get that girl that narrates Baldur's Gate 3 to come in, that would be good.
0: Yes, uh, I've seen a kind of GM before, but not GM'd, if you know what I mean.
1: I don't, but I'll, happy to go with you.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll probably tell you after this is like, done with. Um, that's a bit of a longer story. Um, so, what is your go-to class for these sort of games?
1: Go-to class for these sort of games? Um yeah. Nice one, because, like I say, from Cthulhu to D&D Fallout, all of them are very, very different. Um in Call Cthulhu and the Fallout ones, I would probably go to your mid-range medic type. Okay.
0: Um,
1: you know... No massive strength moves or big guns or anything like that. Um region weapons, higher in an intelligence. Ranger for D D would be probably the the most similar. Yeah, yeah so probably somewhere around about there. But I do like to tip my toes into the barbarian style just every now and again. I had a bit of fun.
0: I was gonna I was gonna say, from high intelligence to medium and then you get... And then, then you get
1: Gertrude, yeah. Ah, she was a good one to play, I quite like that. Uh, the, the idiot brawler type. Idiot brawler's a good way, a good, a good game to play. You get to take some, you know, very monosyllabic one-liners and kick a lot of things.
0: A good de-stress at the end of the day. Quite right, sir. Mm-hmm. On these days, I'll be able to play smart. <laughs> um, I think we might have ended asking this question before, but i came to it. But how did you get into these sorts of games?
1: Ah, through the video games, mate. Started on video games and worked my way towards it. Yeah, found a real love for the role-playing games through that. I can't remember what the earliest one would have been that I did. Probably would have been something like the Fallouts. Remember our old JRPGs in the Playstation, then get onto the Xbox, stuff like Mass Effect, Dragon's Age... Hmm. Dragon Age, sorry. But yeah. Tried loads of different types of them and had great fun with a lot of them.
0: Yeah. So the difference between like the um, video games compared to the TTRPGs RPGs? Yeah. You're limited on the video games, but you're basically unlimited like the, RP, like the TTRPGs. like TT RPGs. I think you're nothing to be I said. do find your older
1: ones to be a lot more similar to what you would find as a tabletop experience. They're a lot more unforgiving those earlier ones. I feel like a lot more went into the the intricacies of the different sort of skill checks and stuff. RPGs nowadays do feel a little bit dumbed down, but then you get studios like Larry and putting out stuff like Divinity, and and I think they're pretty much smashing it when it comes to translating your tabletops into a video game model.
0: Yeah. A lot of meat into the stew sort of thing.
1: Aye, they're doing a good job. Mm
0: that I've been enjoying it as well Uh, I think we're about halfway through Um, what have you learnt from doing this podcast
1: absolutely nothing (laughs) (laughs) I have learnt exactly the kind of degenerates that I'm playing with that
0: would be good for when you DM for them (laughs) you know and I kind of prepare yourself for their reactions or oh, what their choices
1: well we'll see we'll see they can be an unpredictable bunch
0: as you can my friend as you can oh you friend. think so <laughs> yeah I'm trying to choose what is it a an- nothing a nothing is, is it the big i <sighs> the the big thing with the big one eye in the mind. Oh yeah, mind uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Not people, not many people try to try to solve that by seducing it. Yes.
0: <laughs> First time I've seen that. Yeah. With you.
1: Hey, Gertrude has needs. But, uh,
0: yeah. so quite off the cuff, I think. Yeah. Have you got any memorable moments from the games?
1: Memorable moments? I don't know. Every time Cartman opens his mouth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's becoming a theme with like people and th-
1: with him. Yeah. The amount of times I've said during the D D one Gertrude kicks the door down.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you
1: can get a count on that, I'm pretty sure there was quite a lot of them.
0: Yeah, to keep the game proceeding. Sometimes you can get too locked into social situations. Yeah. You need someone, like Gertrude, to kick in the door.
1: A couple of the Cthulhu games were quite memorable in the fact that... I felt like a, a player death just had a lot of weight to it during those games. Yeah, so it was quite funny when nobody cared if Jay died anymore because she died so much
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and then I think I managed to get it all the way to the end of our season to Call of Cthulhu and then I killed three of my own characters all in the space of a couple of weeks
0: it's <laughs> uh, like a bit of a Hail Mary then it? it's like go out of a bank oh, well I mean William
1: certainly did it was dynamite he killed himself with
0: the, what is his name? Was it the professor?
1: Yes. I tried to give them all interesting job titles. I don't know. I think it was the uh, one of them was a medic, a doctor, and I think yeah, I made mean, him a very very short ginger guy. Um, it was basically Gimli with a a doctor's bag. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So
0: <laughs> I love that character.
1: Yeah, he was only in it for like one episode because he came in and he grabbed some dynamite and tried to throw it and failed and killed himself and he someone else. Came in. in. He did not. What's happened there? Doctor shows up and he gets uh, he gets scared by zombies. I don't know. It was um, It's a new character because my last one died the episode previous and it went just as poorly as <laughs> as, it, as it could have. Yes.
0: It was a good character though.
1: Pretty short appearance.
0: Oddly enough, it's kind of, that leads into my next question: favorite character you have played?
1: Favorite one I've played? Probably Gertrude so far. Yep. Gertrude's a solid one. Yeah. You get to just growl a lot and <clears throat> say stuff like "Gertrude punches whatever the hell you're talking to."
0: Yeah. I'm kind of expecting for the next either like one shot or campaign, someone's going to take over Gertrude's could Impossible
1: possibly tell you. Depends on them. What could she possibly be in the Fallout universe? You know, uh, I've got not remember what the. Don't right? answer that. The
0: big mutants. <laughs>
1: I'm giving I away nothing.
0: Nah. I I have my suspicions. My unlimited Fallout. I think. what is your go-to snack? and drink when you're playing.
1: Well, with uh, the time that we play, I, I've normally got myself a decent bottle of whiskey beside me. So, has to be a single malt, at least 12 years. At, hmm. at least. If it's more than that, that's fine.
0: <laughs>
1: if I'm not on the whiskey, it's how you can iron brew or a cup of tea.
0: Ah. There's a I think out of the three of them is one of the little um, cliche breakers.
1: I think they're all cliche considering where I live.
0: Yeah. What about snacks?
1: Um (laughs) I don't know what to tell you there. Um I just had a Kit Kat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not sponsored. If you could pick a game setting to run know, or play a game in, where would it be?
1: Well, we probably should stay away from the Fallout, since we've already discussed that's exactly what we're going to do. But yeah. I was going to go for a different one. Yeah, I'd quite like to try Vampire: The Masquerade. Ah, okay, that's one I've not. Sort of last century Food, yeah. kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I'm like thinking, um, you know, mid century, sort of forties or thirties or something like that. That kind of setting, yeah. have vampires crawling around, like between wars or whatever. In the sort of world that you can can build there, that's a uh, that's prime prime real estate for some good horror. Yes, can't be a good hover.
0: I think it's a bit too soon to ask this, but do you prefer to run or be in the games?
1: We're about to find out.
0: Aha. Maybe for have done your interview after
1: the first episode. Ah, yeah, right. delete this one. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So like we're now, mate. A um, couple of um, like submitted questions. Um, if money wasn't an object, where would you travel to?
1: It's all a question. Um, mm-hmm. I tend not to decide where I'm travelling. Actually, best thing is go where the family's going. Ah, okay.
0: Do so you not know where you want to go visit?
1: Ah, loads of places. Loads of places I'd love to visit. Give me one. Oh god, <laughs> right. i will get some fam- out
0: the- well, this.
1: I've got some family over in Australia that I've not managed to get out and see yet, so we'll go for that.
0: Ah. Solid, solid answer, mate.
1: Or snowboarding in Canada.
0: I like those. That's really nice.
1: I've got a cousin that's a snowboarding instructor out there.
0: Ah. Very lucky.
1: Aye, it's a bit more of an interesting job title than mine, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> Pays the bills though, doesn't it? the bills. All right. Give me one thing that's on your bucket, your bucket list.
1: I'll do a flip before I die. Who knows? It's <laughs> <laughs> a goal.
0: It's a goal. I've got, uh, I've got to admit, that's a
1: goal. Yeah, make sure I'm left in an interesting position. If whoever finds me something to talk about
0: Yeah, it's a bit like Pompeii (laughs) Couple last little Couple of questions And I'll let you get back to it Um, Anything you would like to say to the listeners Out there
1: Don't panic
0: Is that a um, Hitchhiker's Guide (laughs) That is a Hitchhiker's Guide reference, (laughs) reference, yes Well done, (laughs) you.
1: Oh okay. yeah, nice. Generally good life advice.
0: Yeah. One day at a time. And my final question is, where can people find you?
1: They can't. I find them.
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: Nah, I mean, ah, I've got like a, like I said, I've got a Twitch that I sometimes stream on now and again. Captain Hero Man and same handle on Twitter. Now X.
0: We don't say that. We don't say X, it. it's Twitter. <laughs> uh, you've asked all my questions. Fabulous. So I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have.
1: Oh, it's been a pleasure, sir. Oh, I hope to see you again soon. I'm
0: sure you will.